20 years ago, a new voice hit the airwaves in Palm Beach County. I've been calling with you on ESPN Radio 760, the Palm Beach Sports Leader. A voice that was passionate about sports. Good afternoon and welcome. Dedicated to the community and committed to bringing fans the best coverage possible. That voice was ESPN West Palm. And for two decades, it has continued to define the sports scene in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Stone Lebanowitz hit the open. From the big three. Not two, not three, not To Friday Night Lights. ESPN West Palm has been there every step of the way. Because every day above ground is a good day. We've covered Super Bowls, NBA Finals, and everything in between. Live from PGA National, we have a Honda Classic champion. We've talked to legends and introduced fans to up-and-coming stars. It is Bobby Bowden. Coach Evan Cohen, how are things? Evan, good to talk to you again, buddy. All with you, the fans in mind. That was some hot take radio. I know my basketball, brother. Sit back, relax, and join us as we take a look back at the last 20 years of sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. This is ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. The marathon continues. The marathon continues, and it is a big teddy takeover. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I'm only eight hours removed from being on our TV affiliates. I'm only six hours or seven hours removed from joining in on this marathon. This is hour number nine of 20 straight hours of live radio on ESPN 106.3, celebrating 20 years of defining sports. 20 years. That's two decades, Stone. That's How, how old are you, Stone Labanowitz? I'm 24. Stone Labanowitz, 24. We've been doing this. I say we as if I've been here for the whole process. I've only been yeah, here for two years. You gotta relax on that. We have been doing this since Stone Labanowitz was four years old, running around in his. Uh, in, I'm guessing were you still wearing pull-ups at that point? I was probably butt naked. <laughs> Stone Labanowitz butt naked, running around. Hadn't even moved to South Florida yet at that point, right? That's right. Man, we've been doing this before since before Stone Labanowitz himself, Mister South Fork, Mister Treasure Coast, had even stepped foot. Into the 772. That's how long ESPN West Palm has de- been defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And you know what really brought it home for me? And I know every host has come on at uh, about every hour that we've been on the air so far this morning, starting at midnight. But how about the open, our operations? Beautiful. Dave Drew to put Beautiful. together. I mean, the Slim Shady, throwing voices in there like Bobby Bowden, Evan Cohen. It hits every single time I hear it. Yeah. It kind of rings home that we've been doing this for 20 years. 20 years. We got to chill out with the we, though. I know. Well, you know what? No, bump that. Because they got us up at 8 a.m. <laughs> I don't know about you. I, I was just, uh, I didn't even get to sleep uh, until about 3 or so because I had to go home after the 2 o'clock hour. 2 a.m., by the way, for those tapping in right now. We've been doing 20 straight hours. We're in hour number 9 of 20 straight hours here on ESPN 106.3 celebrating um, our anniversary, our birthday. And I'm going to say we, damn it. I'm going to say we all day long because if I got to be up at 2 a.m. and back up here at 8 a.m., I'm part of the whole process. I'm part of the 20 hours. That means I'm part of the two years. Um, we all came here from from different backgrounds, different waves, but the GKB, Good Karma Brands team, um, really has made its mark on this area, the 561 and the 7 
1-800-919-3672. We're going to later on in the show, or really pretty soon here, have Steve Politziner, not just a Palm Beach County Sports Hall of Famer, but also from the first show that was here, the Stephen Craig Show 20 years ago, also right now the president of Good Karma Brands and was a big part of bringing ESPN, what was then ESPN 760, to West Palm Beach back in 2003. So we'll have him in to kind of kind of give us a little bit of that that foundation, give us a little bit of that groundwork of how we got here. But before, until we do that, of course, Stone Labanowitz and myself, Theo Dorsey, the expertise that we have in this market, what we know best is the sport of football. It's the sport of football, high school football, even some of the college action out here, and then the people that played here on Friday nights that are playing in the pros. Stone Labanowitz himself went from South Fork High School quarterback went from being one of the most prolific passers to come out of South Fork and really the Treasure Coast in general to becoming a Division I college football quarterback at Southern Illinois, the Salukis. He knows it better than anybody, the process of being a South Florida, Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast athlete, being on that ESPN Top 63 list, mm. right? What, what number were you on ESPN Top 63? Do you 16. Remember? 16 in what year? 2017. In 2017, you were on that list. And then you went off to go be successful in college. You won a, a college football playoff game at Southern Illinois in the FCS. And then you brought yourself back home here to continue to define sports. You, you have defined sports both on the gridiron in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast as well as now on the airwaves in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. You have a big part. So when we say when I say we – I say it from a part of, hey, maybe I was kind of, you really did have a a lot of threads here woven into what it is that ESPN West Palm does. Yeah, most definitely. And I think I said this on with Cyrus Wittig and Christian Cat, but when Steven, that Craig show popped open at 12 a.m. this this morning, I guess we can call it. Lance said something that really stuck with me. It was, you know, when they came into this market, they didn't really know what they were supposed to talk about. They didn't know what the people wanted to hear, what was popular. And they said they learned pretty quickly that high school football was an intricate part in the community of what they do here and yeah. how fast they needed to get that in wraps, how fast they needed to get out in front and be the leaders of that. So that resonated with me, and it makes a lot of sense because I felt the same way going into it. But, Theo, it's taken us long enough. We're 11 minutes in. Yeah. We finally have our here? first guest, and we have a bone to pick with him. Oh, my goodness. He's here. He's here. Steve Politziner, the guy who you hear on Ken LaVica Live still on the airways would ask Steve's, the guy who was supposed to be sitting next to me and Stone Labanowitz in the studio here at Phillips Point Tower, just off the intercoastal, chopping it up about the great 20 years, and Steve punted on that idea. <laughs> he, he punted on that, and he texted us this morning and said, guys, I'll be calling in. Steve P., why, why do we have the pleasure of just getting you over the phones and not being able to see that beautiful face here to talk some ESPN West Palm? Oh my God. Steve. He's doing it double time. Steve. This is how he's treating us. The double stand up from Steve. We're going to try to see if we can get him back active on the phone lines. There we go. There you have it. Just 12 minutes in um, to our, our two hour run here. Myself, Theo Dorsey, Stone LeBanowitz. And we already got stood up by the president of Good Karma Brands, the guy that made this all possible for us at ESPN West Palm, Steve Politziner. We'll see if we can get, get him back on track here. But it's almost indicative of what's. You know how how this thing is 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 taking off out here, man. It it was not always easy. We we figure these things out as we go. When I keep hearing these stories of what Evan Cohen and Steve Politziner and Craig Karmas and when people kind of got on the ground level here in South Florida, trying to find their way, trying to navigate these waters, 
Obviously, it worked out, but sometimes it was a little tumultuous. And speaking of, Steve Policiner is now back in. Steve, are, are we good? Are you going to be able to stick it out with us? What's, what's happening? Let's go. Good morning. You know, Theo, I uh, kicked it off last night at midnight, um, but I got nothing to complain about being, you know, doing the quick turnaround because you were on after me <laughs> at 1 a.m. last night after doing TV, after eating at our uh, team celebration dinner, and then you're back there already in studio ready to, for uh, this morning. So I think that's what the spirit of ESPN West Palm is, and you're embodying it. Work hard. Play hard, <laughs> Steve, get after it. Steve, Steve, Theo, Theo, what is you, it? What, what's going on you're here? You're glossing over one big detail here. You are on, I'm looking at the show sheet, Steve, and, and, and this is a great show sheet put together by Stone LeBanowitz himself um, with the uh, with the help of Brian Rhodes, who gave us the rundown. It says Steve Politziner in studio. So <clears throat> if I may ask, I mean, I'm sorry to, to put you on the spot here. Like you said, I was here after you. I went home later than you. I'm back here early. <laughs> Why are you not here? Why are you not next to me, Steve? Welcome to Ask Steve's I, at 8.15. I didn't get that memo. I didn't get that memo about his studio. <laughs> I didn't, no one told me that part. I, okay. I, didn't, I didn't get that part. But I'll be there all throughout the day. And I will be there up until the very end tonight. And I'll be on the air at the very end tonight when we uh, wrap up 20 years of 20-hour uh, you know, broadcast to commemorate what's been just an uh, incredible 20 years. Steve, you were there, though, in 2003 when the, when the 20 years, when all of this started, which makes it so obviously just that you were there at the tip of this thing at 12. Um, we are now in hour number nine. Can you call, recall back to 2003, to some of those starter days, when you were first kind of forming what this will look like? I don't know if you thought of it this way, but you guys were starting that definition of sports in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. How did you guys even come up with the vision of how you want to attack it? And and what are some of those memories you have of just the ground level stuff here that that um kind of make you proud to see how far we've come here twenty years later? So uh sure, thank you. And and when when this whole thing started, we launched our company, Good Karma Brands we're affiliated with ESPN. And what that means is we, we own radio stations and then we put on the ESPN programming. We're uh, an affiliate. Some may liken it to a franchisee. Um, we were I, looking around at different markets. I was living in the Midwest in Madison, Wisconsin, and West Palm Beach was the largest market in the country that did not have its own sports radio station. So we're looking around and we're trying to figure out why. I don't understand. It's it's, it's one market up from Miami. It's a top 50 market. There's a lot of passion. And, you know, we come down and visit and had various family more, you know, more in Fort Lauderdale and Miami. But we came down and we're like, oh, okay, there's sports fans here. We can put a station on here and we're going to do Miami sports radio as good, if not better, than the stations in Miami mm. do sports radio. We'll go and we'll cover the Dolphins and the Canes and the Marlins, the Heat, the Panthers. And that was the original formula. And that's literally what we did. I came here, myself, Evan Cohen, um, Lance Davis, Debbie Brown, um, some of the names from the er- early days, Craig Carmison, and we just did that. We worked our way to get credentialed, covered the teams, and also talked about them on the air every day. And then it, we realized, um, at, uh, on, because this is called defining sports in Palm Beach County for 20 years, well, the definition took a minute to figure out. Because when you realize what the composition of Palm Beach County is, 
it isn't all people that are necessarily fans of the South Florida teams. That's, in fact, one of the challenges that the South Florida teams always have because you have folks that move here from all different places. And uh, I use this term, I've been using this term probably for about 18 years when we figured it out, that there is no forced assimilation in South Florida. You can move here and still be a fan of whatever your team is because of the melting pot that exists here. There's likely enough fans of that team, particularly if you're from an area where there's a lot of concentration, like the Northeast, relocated here. So what we really realized is this is an incredibly passionate sports market, but it is a very difficult to define sports market because it isn't about the one team. It's really about the big thing. It's what's the big thing going on. It's an incredibly educated sports market because when you have friends or colleagues or coworkers that are fans of all different things, you're going to get a dose of all of it. You're going to learn all of it. And you're going to talk all of it. And that was the, um, that was the formula, you know, that we settled upon after some trial and error. And then the other thing here is high school. I mean, you cover Huge. it, Theo, you Huge. know, I mean, when we realized what the, the fertile uh, grounds here for high school and not only what was originally always known um, for high school, the Glades and Pahokee, but up and down. Um, I was listening last night at 3M to Doug Sosha, now the coach of Kaiser, who was, um, you know, who launched the program at Oxbridge. Yeah. And what a powerhouse that that became. And there's American Heritage, which also Doug Sosha launched. And there have been incredible teams and stories. So really the combination we found is of educated sports fans who are fans of what they're fans of, whether it's college football, whether it's an NFL team, if it's the Yankees, might be the Marlins, whomever that was, and then just the pride and the talent that emanates here, starting with high school football and just high school athletics in general. And that's really what I think has defined sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Steve, me and Theo are continuously fascinated with our audience. We throw around the phrase, they, right? Our they in good karma here, and especially at ESPN West Palm. You know, and I heard you speak last night, and you said something that was really interesting to me, because when you guys first came into the market, like you just said, you're trying to figure out who's who, which is which, you know, what do these people want to hear? Answer this. Does it determine, based off of a team's success, who we should be talking about in this West Palm market? Because you got the Florida Gators, you got the Miami Hurricanes, you got the Florida State Seminoles and the Miami Dolphins, but if those teams aren't on top, if those teams aren't relevant, it seems like they're not worthy of even talking about. Is that something that you guys went through, and is it something that you still see us going through now? Yeah, that's the trade-off. If you're not from here, you probably grew up with sports radio somewhere, and it was likely a place that is more provincial, more everyone's a fan of something than here. If you're from, whether it was New York or Boston or Cleveland or uh, D.C., Philly, like we're more of a fan of, of the, the local team. Evan Cohen dubbed South Florida not as a, you know, he, he would always say, this is an event market. What the big event is or the big team is, it's not necessarily that people became the biggest fan of, but you got, you got behind it, you got used to it, you might have followed it uh, in more closely. Mm. So the thing about South Florida is you know, we've had those runs. The Tim Tebow era, the 2003 Marlins, um, the, you, Jimbo Fisher's the run. Heatles, the Heatles. You know, at Florida State. Big three. The Heatles. I mean, yeah, not only the big three, but the first time, you know, with D. Wade and, and Shaq. And I think D. Wade was one of the all-time galvanizing figures because people from the Northeast who moved to Palm Beach County, they probably grew up with the Celtics, the Sixers, the Knicks, 
you know, I unfortunately grew up with the Nets, you know, um, on, on teams. Uh, but you love you like the NBA, and then there's just no way you couldn't like D Wade. So the the Heat just be, kind of almost stole a generation of fans. The Dolphins were down. Northeast basketball teams were down in that era, and that's one of the things that I actually really think galvanized sports fandom, you know, in South Florida. And then add Tiger. Then add all the story, you know, all golf, and not only the not only the events we have here, like the Honda Classic, the golfers that live here. This became, you know, your backyard. You see them at Publix. So all of those, you know, factors. And then on, lastly, the pride. Like, I didn't understand where I, where I grew up in the Northeast. Like, high school football existed, but it was not where, whoa, the guys I'm watching now, there's a likelihood that a few people in this game are going to play D1 mm. and a pretty decent chance that someone's going to be in the NFL. You know, you turn around. Anquan Bolden, Lamar Jackson, Devin Singletary. I mean, and, and how many of them were on our, our top 63, which we created because we saw the passion of, of high school, of, um, the, the talent of high school football and the passion of fans. So, um, yeah, Stone, we would definitely gravitate to what the big story was, you know, what the big event was. I mean, it might have been Roberto Luongo when he was the best goalie in the NHL. So there's yeah. always those different eras and those different moments that I that I think galvanize the sports community in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I'm 100% certain that Steve put a bet in in Vegas that Roberto Luongo would get a mention in 20 for 20, and then he threw it in there. So I'm glad you cashed in on that, Steve. I'm glad you uh, – you Roberto made- <laughs> Luongo. So I said it twice because the over was one and a half. Yes, there you go. You, he's done it. He's done it. Steve Politzener, president of Good Karma Brands. Also, you hear him on Ask Steve's Weekly on Ken Levick Alive. Appreciate your time. You can get back to sleep, get a nap in until your next hit. When, when's your next uh, hit here on 20 for 20? Um, I'm going to be on later this afternoon. because And, and today's like couldn't be more of an example of what, what this market is. Yeah. Today, uh, there's a big luncheon and – the Marlins um, all-female duo of um, leadership with CEO and general manager are going to be at a luncheon at the Kravis Center that uh, our own Keely Ferguson will be moderating, so mm. I'll be attending that. And, um, and I'll be at ESPN 106.3 with, with you all and you know the great team. I'll be back on later with Evan Cohen um, sometime after 5 o'clock. Perfect. Appreciate the time, Steve, and we'll be seeing you later on here at the office 20 for 20. Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, defining sports for ESPN West Palm. Steve Policino was on the ground level of that, and um, we we can't thank him enough. And uh, and you know what? We'll excuse his absence in the studio with us here today. We get it, right, Stone? He's he's a, he's a busy guy. Are we going to let that ride? I don't think we should. We're not. I think we're taking we're it easy. He just admitted that he had a luncheon. Right? Yeah. It's eight o'clock. That's not lunchtime. <laughs> yeah. So. He's chilling in the hotel room, right, taking it easy. So he stood us up. Dude, I want to get to this real quick because our lovely friend, whose voice we hear frequently on Ken Levick Alive, Scott from Jupiter, you know, I'm talking to him on the phone lines, and he had a lot of good things to say, and he's older than we are. He's heard these guys, Steve and Craig on the air, Evan Cohen for years. Yeah. Scott, if you want to have a few words with us and just talk about this 20 for 20 experience, you said you've been a listener for a long time. You know, you have the floor, my man. Yeah, guys, I appreciate it. Listen, I've been, uh, I'm 58 years old. I grew up here in Palm Beach County. I had the pleasure of listening to Hank Goldberg for many years on AM radio, and I know I'm dating myself, but when Steve and Craig came along locally, um, you know, we here in Palm Beach County, we tuned in, we gave it a shot. It was kind of funny listening to these two young guys uh, 
with Wisconsin uh, accents, trying to fit in here in the local community. But I got to tell you, man, uh, 20 years later, I love you guys. I love the show. I listen every day. Um, you guys do a fantastic job. Um, I'm a Sun, uh, Sun Coast alumni. Played football there for four years. Mm. Um, so I was appreciative to watch the, you know, like you guys just spoke about introducing local sports and, and local athletes and obviously the Marlins, the Heat, et cetera. Obviously, once it got dark back in those days, AM radio, you couldn't listen to Miami anymore. So it was always a pleasure to listen to Rob Dibble and, and Dan Patrick. And I, I can't remember the entire lineup, but it was great, guys. And I really, truly appreciate it. And uh, thanks. Great job and many good years to come, I hope. I appreciate it. Now, that, that was a beautiful call. We appreciate that. And we'll try to keep that, that train rolling here. Awesome stuff, Scott. Scott. Great as always, calling into the shows, and that's a great take there. Uh, we we Steve Policiner said something interesting. He said that Evan Cohen said that this is an events market, one of the most uh, you know poured into events, one of the most attended, coveted, one of the most yeah exactly coveted the the party the largest party annually outdoors in Boca Raton. Every single year is the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game. So many stars have been made there. Bailey Zappi, Zach Wilson, Tony Pollard, Kareem Hunt, just some of the names that have been associated with that game, that played in that game, some of them MVPs going on to make their names on Sunday. We have a special treat. We have a special treat. We're going to be talking some RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl, and we're bringing in executive director of that in Doug Mosley. When we come back, we'll ask him so many. So there's so many things to talk to him about the growth of this bowl game. Um, and most specifically, I, I'm, I'm curious as to ESPN West Palm's partnership in it, our ability to kind of help it stay afloat as well as cover it. And this thing is taking off. I love the roofgame.com Boca Raton bowl game. Can't wait to talk to Doug about that. We'll get to him after the break. 20 for 20 here on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Longevity doesn't always mean excellence, right? Like a certain amount of time that you've been doing something doesn't mean you've been doing it well. But from all the stories I've been hearing since we've tipped off this coverage at midnight going on now the ninth hour of 20 straight hours of radio celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm Defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. I'm learning more and more that we are, we have been consistent. We have been excellent in our approach. Of course, myself, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. I only joined onto the team two years ago, but it's been a great two years. It's been a great run. Stone the Bandits, when did you jump, jump on here on board? About a year and a half? Yeah, about a year and a half now. Yeah, but again, you were helping define sports on the football field and plus I mean, I, I did a few interviews with you via Zoom during your college football days. So you've been a part of this thing for longer than a year and a half, maybe like five, six years, top 63 and everything. For sure. You're bringing up bad memories sitting in uh, face to face with you, doing <laughs> interviews with you. I remember getting off those calls, talking to Brian and stuff like, yo, don't ever let me do an interview with this guy that you guys had me talking to. I don't remember his name. Yeah. And look at you now. And look at us now. <laughs> Stone, look at you now. Somebody that's been doing something for a, a long time, especially here in South Florida, well, you all know the event, the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game. You all know the largest outdoor party annually happens at FAU Stadium December, usually a little bit before Christmas. We love it in that Tuesday slot, which we got back to, well, 
theroofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game, celebrating its 10th year this upcoming season. None of that possible without the executive director of theroofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game, Doug Mosley, who joins on right now for 20 for 20. Doug, when you think about that right now, we're, we're going on big year number 10, the 10th anniversary of the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game. How did we get here, and just how much has it grown since that first first uh, roof claim game? Well, let me tell you, from the, from the very beginning, I mean, when I first um, got brought on and, and was coming down here, I was at the University of Cincinnati at the time, left there to uh, join ESPN and, and, and help launch this bowl game. You know, our first meetings with were Steve and Stephanie and others from, from there at ESPN West Palm. And, of course, by then, you guys were already on 10, or, or at least were at 10, getting ready to go to 11. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just like, you know, having you guys as partners with the bowl game from the very first day just helped us to be very, you know, it, it was a key part for, excuse me, part for us to be successful because when I'm able to walk in with these guys who admit so much to the community in terms of sports, I mean, even even though you guys are talking, you know, been here a year and a half, two years, what have you, you guys went into that mix, and it seems like you've been here that much longer because mm. it's such a trusted brand in the community and everything. But, uh, man, I, you know, we wouldn't have been anywhere near where we are today. And, and trust me, I just got back the feedback from the teams for this past year, and it's just glowing everything they say about it and and how they're treated and experienced down here. And I can't tell you how much it means to me that I'm able to, was able to partner with y'all from the, from the very beginning. I mean, it means so much to us as well, which is why this has been such a growing and thriving relationship. Um, I know on my end, um, my favorite thing about uh, the roofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game, which I've now experienced three times. Now I said, I'm, I'm a two year teammate here. But my very first event when I was hired and started December 1, my very first event I got to work was that BYU um, win in the RoofPaint.com Boca Raton Bowl game in 2020. My favorite part about the game, the NFL stars that have just been pouring out of it year after year, especially since I've started. Think about that. The first year, I get Zach Wilson, who becomes the number two overall pick. The next year, I get Bailey Zappi with Western Kentucky, who breaks all kinds of records on the field, then goes on to get drafted by the New England Patriots and play in the Super Bowl. And then we also had a great game this past year. For you, Doug Mosley, what is it that pops out the most um, for you about these games we have annually that for a lot of people are just a big party, but there's also some football going on on that gridiron that, that is very important out here to people in the Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast? Well, and, and let's face it, you hit the nail on the head with it's it's a community gathering. It's the big party. It's the focus biggest outdoor annual party, as we call it. And, you know, all those things that go into making the event, you know, because let's face it, there's so many things we have to do here in our area, our community, our whole region, that you better be good at what you do or people will just, you know, they won't include you on their calendar. They're already, <laughs> social calendars are already full. I'm it's so big. <laughs> the turnout we get. But then to think about, you know, we put this bowl game together, and because we have to play before Christmas, we have to play before season gets in, um, you know, the teams that sometimes they're not, you know, folks may not know Toledo as well, or they may not know. Like you say, you know, we when we had BYU come in here, I'm not sure I know BYU had played in, in the old Miami Beach Bowl one year, but people didn't have a chance to see a BYU on, in this part of the country very often. And, 
You know, and I think of Temple the year they came in, Son Reddick, who played in the Super Bowl this last year. I mm. believe he led the league in sacks this year, didn't he? Yeah, it was tied for um, the lead with 19 and a half. Yep. So, you know, players like that and teams like that that have come through here, I, I hope that we've helped the community have a greater understanding. I mean, you know, look, we all know the SEC, the, the big schools and that, ACC and that. And, you know, we've given them a mix of schools, some really, really good schools at a conference USA, American Athletic Conference, the MAC. Um, you know, so we'll continue to build upon that. And I appreciate where we've come. And I appreciate how much you guys have been there for us every step of the way as our partner. Wouldn't they? I mean, I, I pick up the phone call, Stephanie, almost as quick as, you know, as it, when something comes off, I don't suppress for me. Mm. So and Steve's been so fantastic. In, in how he helped launch the bowl and what he brought and introduced to different people and everything. So uh, it's, it's been quite a ride through R10 and glad to be on it for the second half of the 20 for y'all. Doug, you mentioned it. I kind of just want to reiterate it. You talked about how ESPN West Palm has kind of been hand-in-hand hand with you guys. We've been along for the ride since day one. And for me and Theo, guys, who haven't been here for the longest amount of time, we feel like it's on the rise, right? You get a December 20th. ESPN standalone game under the lights with Toledo and Liberty. Is this thing just going to get bigger and bigger and bigger, in your opinion? Like, what's the potential here? Well, I mean, just to go back to what I said about, you know, it's so important to us, and even though it's not something that you're normally going to see, you know, we don't talk about it, you know, when we talk about the things on the radio or that around the game very often, but, you know, literally just read, I think it was two days ago I got it, from the teams, and to see their comments and everything, and, you know, I've been part of other bowl games, been around them, and usually, you know how it is, your winning team had a great time, your losing team hated everything. Mm, yep. The teams come down here, win or lose. They love coming down here. They love the experience. They love how our community has stepped up around it. Um, you know, they our, our community, you guys have been such a great mouthpiece as well as that partner force to help us, you know, make our foundation in the community that teams really are competing. I mean, I start getting calls when they get to five wins saying, hey, one more win and we're bowl eligible. Mm. We just want to make sure you know that. Wow. Yeah, it's going to grow. It's going to get bigger. It's, it's going to continue to have the kind of quality teams with kids that you're going to be seeing. I say kids, young men, that you're going to be seeing play not just on Saturdays now, but on Sundays soon. Doug, be real with us, though, man. That's, that has less to do with ESPN West Palm's involvement and more to do with yeah, I'd love to be in Boca Raton in December, man, coming up from Western <laughs> Kentucky, coming up from North Carolina. I would love to make that trip to Boca Raton in December. Well, you know, a lot of times what I say when people say, how do you do it? And I say, look, I've got palm trees and beautiful weather and the <laughs> ocean, the beach and everything, and I just try not to screw it up from there. Yeah, I mean, think about what it is beyond that. I mean, because a lot of people can come plant their flag in Florida and have an event, and will it go over well or not? Think about it. I mean, like, even like when we bring the teams together for that lunch in the convention center the day before the game, the energy and everything, you know, we bring in all our partners and, and we fill that place up. And then when we get the kids, you know, the, or the teams going back and forth, the young men, what a great atmosphere that is. And, and the other events, like when we're at the beach party or when we're doing the community outreach events, you know, whether it be with the hospital or with Toys for Tents. You know, all those things go into making that experience happen. And, and my goodness, we wouldn't have any of that without y'all. Well, look, we'll take it. We'll take some of that credit. A very special event annually. And I'm looking forward to year 10 
uh, this coming December. I know it's going to be something to see, a sight to see. Doug Mosley, executive director of the theroofclaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game. Thanks for joining us. And, hey, man, here's to another 20 at least, right? There you go. I like it. <laughs> My God, thanks again. That was Doug Mosley, again, executive director of the RoofClaim.com Boca Raton Bowl game. Stone Labanowitz there, myself, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 here. We're riding it out with you until 10 a.m., 20 years, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. That's what ESPN West Palm has been since 2003, since the guy you you formerly heard just 15 or so minutes ago, Steve Pollitt-Senior, helped bring ESPN 760 at the time to West Palm Beach in 2003. Uh, this area is, even though you can't define it by a certain team stone, there's one certain sport that that kind of is lifted above all here. And what is that sport, Stone Labanowitz? High school football. High school football. We're going to be talking more high school football. And also, we, of course, have to get to Mike Tannenbaum. Have to. Former GM of the Dolphins and Jets. You also hear him weekly with on ESPN West Palm with Cyrus Whitting. Mike Tannenbaum, our football insider. Not just for ESPN, but also for us here at ESPN West Palm. His relationship with what we have going on here, as well as his insight that he gives us into the minds of the decision makers in the NFL. That and more when we come back on 20 for 20 on ESPN 106.3. Welcome back in ESPN West Palm celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And one of the guys that has been a part of that run, you see him on ESPN TV, you see him on Get Up, you hear him on ESPN Radio. He's all over the place. Former GM of the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins, Mike Tannenbaum, joining us now. And Mike, when you think of ESPN West Palm, let's start at the beginning. How did your relationship with ESPN West Palm come to be? Yeah, Brian, great to be with you. Um, you know, I got to know Steve Paulsener through uh, mutual friends. And um, I got to tell you, from day one until now, it's it's always been the same feeling, just quality people that they care deeply about putting out a great product, uh, great teammates, and um, proud to be, uh, whatever small part I play, uh, proud to be part of the team. For you, when you're coming into things and you want to, you know, come on air, you know, whether it be weekly with JMP, on with Evan every week, what was it about media as you were transitioning out of the NFL? You said, okay, hey, this is something I want to sort of give a try to. Um, you know, it was just something I felt like um, I had a sh- lot to share based on my experiences. And, you know, ESPN West Palm Bryan was just a great um, sort of complimentary piece to some of the other things I was doing, be it, you know, with ESPN. Uh, radio, TV, writing, you know, whatever it may be. And, um, you know, it's really been uh, a fantastic partnership. And, uh, you know, everyone from Stephanie on down um, have been awesome and feel like uh, they may be better. And I've really enjoyed my uh, experience. Talking here with Mike Tannenbaum, ESPN West Palm celebrates 20 years. You were on with Evan Cohen weekly, you know, talking football. And Evan has his, you know, sort of opinions. He's a very opinionated person. What was it like the first couple of times getting on with Evan and sort of trying to meet his energy, which, you know, very few can? Yeah, he's a world-class bloviator. And uh, we've had a lot of fun together. A lot of fun with that word specifically. Um, Very talented guy, really smart. Uh, tremendous, tremendous attention to detail and, um, you know, really enjoyed being on with him for, for quite a while. And then on the other side, JMP, he's going to break it down. He's going to be more of the X's and O's with you. I know you guys have developed a relationship through that. How crazy is it to look back and be like, Hey, this is the guy that's interviewing me that now you can look at and say, Oh, this is actually a friend of mine now. 
Yeah, he's the best. And, uh, you know, he's nobody enjoys a brioche bun more than JMP. And uh, he's been uh, awesome. You know, we started actually while I was at the Dolphins and continued. And it never felt different for me. You know, he was just uh, a tremendous guy, uh, considered him a good friend. And uh, again, if I'm going to have a brioche bun, it's going to be with JMP. Talking here, Mike Tannenbaum, former GM of the New York Jets and the Miami Dolphins. When it comes to a media, you know, just the coverage and things like that, you mentioned how you started doing this as still a member of the Dolphins, still working for the team. How important is it for fans to have coverage like this to sort of get that peek behind the curtain and sort of understand where teams are coming from with some big decisions? Yeah, I think that's exactly right. You know, we try to bring people behind the curtains and, and give them not what's happening necessarily, but the how and the why. And um, I think that's a really important part of the conversation. And for the fans out there that want to sort of take, you know, get more of an intimacy and understand, like, um, how the league works and, and why these decisions are made, that's, you know, what we try to do each and every week. What is something, if anything, that you can say is similar when it comes to, you know, being on radio versus being an NFL GM and being in the front office of a team? Um, well, the subject matter is certainly the same. Um, but, you know, how it's covered or... The details are, are certainly going to be different, but nonetheless, they're um, probably more summarized than people realize. Um, you know, just depending on the medium, you know, you just don't have as much time to talk about it or write about it, whatever it may be, um, where you're literally living it 24 hours a day, you know, when you're with a team. And finally, before we let you go, sort of pat ourselves on the back of your 20 years here in Palm Beach County. You're someone that's been successful in business, been successful in the NFL what is something when you step back and say, wow, 20 years of doing something the same for 20 years, what's the most difficult part about something like that? You know, sustainability of people, you know, people are going to come and go, but it says so much about Craig Carmen's NC policy and it starts at the top, the culture. Um, and I see Stephanie leading that every day and um, it permeates all, all, all of our teammates and um, they do a great job of, you know, creating a culture, keeping the culture, sustaining it. And there's no doubt that the next 20 years for good karma brands is going to be better than the first 20. You can hear him every week on our airwaves with Cyrus. You can see him at ESPN Westbound events. You see him on ESPN TV. Mike T, thanks so much for the time. And thanks for everything the last few years. Okay. Thanks so much. Great to be with you. All right. Get out of here, Brian. Get out of here, Brian. Mike T, thank you. Brian Royds, get, get the heck out of here, man. Mike T, you can stay. Yeah, you you post up. It's me and Stone Labanowitz this time. Brian Royds, you get on out of here. One thing that Mike T did say, this is the most factual thing Mike Tannenbaum has said on these airwaves. You hear him weekly. You hear him on Ken LaVica Live. You hear him with Cyrus Whitting on ESPN West Palm tonight. He said the next 20 years are going to look even better in Stone Labanowitz. Damn right it is because now you and I are here. You know, how good are we going to look in 20 years? Come on. I'm going to be bald by then. You're probably going to lose your lineup when yeah. it comes to your cut. It'll recede a little bit. In the I'm sides. probably going to gain a little bit of weight. Probably. I imagine you're going to be a little cut up. A little, on, a little more definition. We'll see. So I don't know if I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm like half trying to hype it up, what we're going to look like in 20 years, but at least... At least, at least we're going to make it there. When we look around in the office, we have all these old pictures. <laughs> and and for some people, it's like even a for, for, for Josh Cohen, it was like a caveman hieroglyphics kind of caved into a wall here. Just of old school photos we've seen of people that have been here for a while. And for me, I'm like, man. Is this what it's going to look like when we celebrate 30 years, when we do 30 for 30? Like, Dude, you're not even kidding. <laughs> like, like, I'm talking about like pictures of Evan Cohen and, and pictures of these guys that are most definitely taken off disposables yes. that you can get for 15 bucks at Walgreens. And yeah, those are their pride and joy. Hopefully, hopefully that's not us, right? Hopefully uh -oh. we keep up with the dates and the times yeah. and stuff. But uh, we'll see. Yeah.
and you be wearing you you wear some fits sometimes that I'm sure in 20 years you'll be looking back on like man maybe I could have had a couple more inches on those shorts those inseams maybe I could uh maybe I don't have to have the guns out all the time Stone you you um when you look back on those pics man just remember that as you as you dressed as fancy I would say as, as you do now. Yeah, no, Whatever I mean, I, I love this. And I, think, and I think Ken's even adopted it as well. Ken Levicka, who you're going to hear later today, a whole bunch, right? And I cannot wait for him to land. He's obviously traveling from FAU basketball, yep, but yep. he's adopted it, the thigh season. He's the one who's probably going to walk into the office today <laughs> with his thighs out. And yeah, I, I credit that to myself. I think that's a part of our, our, our thing. That's my radio life partner. So yeah. don't be knocking it. He's earned it. I'm going to show my kids. This is what Pops used to be wearing back in the day. <laughs> He worked for ESPN, and this is what he wore to work. Hey, be proud of it. I love it. Be proud of every moment of it. Uh, (laughs) Football is one of the biggest threads when you talk about the story and the creation of what it looks like to talk sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Um, For the past 20 years, we've been doing it, and we're going to do it for many more decades to come, and football is always going to be a major part of that thread. A guy who um, has always been special to this area, well, I was going to intro to Jack Daniels, but then I realized we have Jack Daniels at the top of the 9 o'clock hour. How about we go to break here, Stone? I'll get my wits about me. We've been working, again, nine straight hours of radio so far. Hour number 10 right around the corner, and when we do come up with hour number 10, we'll have high school football coaching legend Jack Daniels. Not just the best name in all of high school coaching ever, but also pretty damn good at calling plays and, and winning state championships. Plus, we have um, another special guest we got Tyler Cameron from The Bachelorette coming up in the 9 o'clock hour as well. That's going to be a, a fun ride. Hopefully we have the dump button ready as well. Some fun stuff happening for 20 for 20. He's Stone LeBandowitz. I'm Theo Dorsey. We'll be right back here on ESPN 106.3. You're listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. 20 straight hours of radio. You heard that right. 20 straight hours. We started at midnight. So we're on to nine. This is hour nine. This is nine straight hours. Now, I will say something. Last hour, um, you know, the the mics might have gotten a little overheated. They're used to about four, maybe five hours of talking per day, Stone Lebanowitz. Today, we've already gone to nine hours, and they've already quit on us once. But you know what? They're not quitting again. No, they're not. They're going to be here to stay. They, uh, they, they just, it was a lot of talking power going on, man. It was a lot. And, and that's what's going to happen all day throughout the day. We're going to be going until 8 p.m. We have many different shows, many different guests, a blast from the past with many different personalities that Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast got to experience. But for now, they got me, Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, and Stone Labanowitz, former South Fork great, now producer with Ken Levick Alive. So we're going to have to talk about some high school football because that's what defines sports out here as well. We have some really good guests, Jack Daniels, Tyler Cameron, so many more who played either high school football or helped define it like the Stone Labanowitz did and like we continue to cover it here. So stick with us. After the break, Jack Daniels, Cardinal Newman head football coach, and then Tyler Cameron, who you know very well. ESPN 106.3. We've entered our number 10. You think you could go bar for bar with Slim Shady right here when that beat drops? Oh, come on, man. Come on. Can you? I, I grew up in Houston, Texas. Most city to be exact. Southwest side. 
We used to wake What's up. What's that got to do with D Town? We used to wake up and freestyle. We used to wake up and rap, man. I, I'm I'm recorded. I'm recorded on a song that that you can actually find on iTunes. I'll never tell you what my alias is, but it I, I do this for real, Stone the Bandwitz. Oh God, you got to get that off of Apple yeah, right now, I've been off trying. of Spotify, because when you do blow, I've been trying. I mean, it's yes. going to come back to bite you in the butt. I have an alias, thankfully, but I've been trying to get that uh, eradicated. My buddies uh, who who actually rap don't want to pull the song down. It was a good song. I will never let anybody hear it, though. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. Um, now just nine hours removed from being on the TV screen. Stone Labanowitz, who is not just the South Fork great former Southern Illinois Saluki, but also obviously Monday through Friday on Ken Levick Alive from 12 to 2. I know what you're thinking. If you're driving right now into work, anywhere from Palm Beach County to Treasure Coast, <laughs> you're used to three voices here, three knuckleheads, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max right now, firing off some, some random take. How about this, Stone? How about we do this? For those who are used to hearing them, and right now you're hearing us right now because this is 20 years Celebrating 20 years of ESPN West Palm, uh, not just being here, but defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. We started in 2003. It is now 2023. Do the math. It's been 20 years. It's our birthday. It's an anniversary. We're celebrating. But for those of you who want those hot takes coming back and forth from Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, let's give them a little quick taste of that right quick. Okay, um, so this is probably about the point where Keyshawn maybe talks about his real rankings Right, his his real power rankings. Yeah, or yeah, this is about that time, right? This is also about the time Keyshawn gets delirious and wants the show to be over. Yes, Typically, yes. at this point, they have what fifty two minutes left in their show, so it's a little bit of Keyshawn yelling at Max. So, if you want to role play, you know, d- deepen that voice a little bit, and I'll be the annoying Max Kellerman. Now, I'm, I'm gonna tell you something here, Max, because this is what you don't understand. All right, Aaron Rodgers, his time has run up. His time has run up in Green Bay. And, and I need to see something else. Also, Kyrie Irving, I mean, the dude don't want to play basketball. So I don't care how many times him and Luka team up and drop 82 for the Mavericks and they win. How do we know he's going to be playing basketball when it matters most in May? All right, well, Kiki, Kiki, we're going to get to break here. We're going to get to break here because I'm a terrible host, but a, a word from <laughs> o, 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 O'Reilly. That's pretty spot on. That's pretty close. That's pretty good. <laughs> I appreciate that stone of bandwidth. But yeah. we do seriously apologize to all of the Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max goers out there who are now stuck with Theo Dorsey and, and myself, right? Probably uh, a little bit of a mismatch, but we're going to keep this thing going and the guests that we have lined up, Theo, tease oh, Mr. Jack Daniels while I ring him up, please. Oh, my goodness. So this name, if you if you have been paying attention for the past decade plus, in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast, specifically on the gridiron, you know who this man is who we're about to dial up and have and bring to you here as we celebrate 20 years. Jack Daniels is the high school head football coach for Cardinal Newman. Before he was there, he had other stops in Palm Beach County, including Dwyer, where he brought two state championships to that program. He's coached many a great players on Fridays that went on to play Saturdays. More so than that, he's coached 20-plus players who have gone on to play in the NFL. One of the big names that he had at Dwyer, Jacoby Brissett. Quarterback Cleveland Browns last year who held it down for 11 weeks or 10 weeks until Deshaun Watson came back, who held it down for the very own Miami Dolphins out here um, a couple years ago when they needed a quarterback to fill in and still is a vet in league right now. Jacoby Brissett may be one of the bigger names um, of course, Devin Singletary. There's so many guys that have been touched by the high school football coaches in this area, um, former NFL MVPs, and that's part of what 
makes our coverage, what makes ESPN West Palm what it is today is some of those guys who ripped it up on the field and on the basketball courts who we had the pleasure of covering who are now still doing it big. You think about former NFL MVPs in Lamar Jackson. In fact, in fact, there's so many people that know that historic clip of Lamar Jackson at Boynton Beach High School running a touchdown and pausing before he gets in the end zone and walking it in. That was actually shot by our very own cameras. In fact, in fact, that was actually shot by someone who we're going to have later on in the hour, Wells Dusenberry, who is a former ESPN high school reporter for ESPN West Palm. We have so much history pouring out of this place that people don't even recognize it sometimes. They don't even remember it. Yeah, I got a bone to pick. And this is a phrase I've picked up. Uh, I think Josh Cohen's taught me this better than anybody else, but there's no such thing as a promise. Yeah. Right. Nobody in this world, no human. It's just human nature that you're not able to keep a promise. There's no such thing. They're meant to be broken. Steve Politzener stands us up, right? Come on. That's how on, we started. On the show sheet, it says he's in studio. Jack Daniel, can't get him to pick up the phone. We love the guy to death, right? All we want to do is talk with him. I, I think out of all the guests that we had lined up, right, it's hard to pick from, but Jack, I think, kind of got me going the most, right? And, and dare I say that, right, with the guys that we have lined up, even like a Tyler Cameron, yeah. the president of our gosh darn company, and Steve Politzina. But Jack had me really excited, but... Yeah, I can't get him to pick up the phone. We'll, we'll pump the brakes on it, then we'll keep trying to maybe a little later Jack Daniels, head coach at Cardinal Newman, because he's, he's had his finger on the pulse of where this high school football thing goes. Also, you know what, man? He's one of the biggest trash talkers on Twitter that we have. It, this I've covered you know sports for the past 10 years or so. I've covered it in three different markets at this point. I don't think I've ever been in a market where there's so much trash talk between high school head football coaches than here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. Has it always been like that, Stone? Is this a new revelation? You know, it's always been like that because Jack Daniels has always been on top. Mm. He's always been the one that everybody's chasing. And what I think is unique about Jack is everybody who's a part of ESPN West Palm, everybody who has been in the past, knows who Jack is. Yeah. Just knows everything about Jack. Well, the name, the name speaks for us. Jack, when you have a name like Jack Daniels, you're not going to forget that name and then it helps that he also is uh, yeah, winning a lot of football games year and, after year. Yeah, and I think a lot of the questions that we were going to ask him were stuff relating to the past when in 2022 he had the team of the year in the yeah. Cardinal Newman Crusaders. So it's awfully funny how, how his longevity and how long he's been able to stay on top and dominate. What was the number you threw out as far as guys that he sent to 20, the NFL? 20. It's ridiculous. 20 county. It's and, ridiculous. And all the D1 guys that he's bringing out of or sending out of Cardinal Newman, I mean, that number's only going to continue to grow um, as he as he keeps on his finger on the pulse here. Yeah, if you want to break down that fourth wall as well, guys like me, you, and Cyrus, and Brian Rowitz, and Ken Levicka, we're the ones who are assigned to kind of build this top 63 list, right? The 63 yeah. best players in all of the Palm Beach County and Treasure Coast. But when it comes to guys that Jack Daniels coaches, he types in their names and we plug them on the list, right? I hate to say that. It's, an, it's enough of them. He's got some guys. We just got big trusts. In Jack Daniels, like we always have, like what a, his word is gold around here. Was that a Lamar Jackson? It was a that Lamar, was a Lamar Jackson. Jackson plug. It was a Lamar Jackson, and I think pay that as, man, as, as pay, pay that man. <laughs> and as far I think he's at this point a pipeline of content. Yeah, at ESPN West Palm and ESPN 106.3. Jack Daniels, man, his name rings bells. I was so excited to talk to him. I've known him for a long time. Oh, let me tell you this story right here. Well, I don't know if uh, hopefully nobody's listening, but I was in eighth grade. I was in eighth grade, wasn't sure where I wanted to go to high school. I had just moved to the state of Florida. I honestly don't know if I can tell you this story. It has to do with stuff that was illegal. At the, at, <laughs> well, don't, well, actually, yeah, tell the story. I mean, right? That's tell what I'm story. saying. I'm hoping nobody's listening. But okay. 
Wow, I don't think I can do this. You can't even tell it. I don't think I can do this for Jack's sake, but I, I do have a juicy story, right? That's like the biggest <laughs> tease and cliffhanger What's possible. Worse, what the, the worst part about this story and the way it started off is now that you said that you can't tell it and you won't continue to tell it, people are only going to start imagining the things <laughs> that happened. I'm like, that's fair, but you know, what's going through my head right now is like, yeah. I'm new in the game. Like I can, I can kind of uh, get stomped on, crushed, suspended, all yeah. the above. But Jack Daniels, if I end up doing something to Jack, <laughs> I'm dead. You might, you might disappear. This might be the last time you hear from me. So <laughs> I'm gonna keep dis- my mouth shut. But I do got juicy gossip, and I think I would almost bring something like that up to Jack to his face because he'd answer it really well. But keep that one to myself. Yeah, but keep it in a pocket for now. The holster. It's a good. It's a day of celebration. It's twenty for twenty. We don't want to make it, uh, you know, a, a, a day of um of demise. Yeah, but in any- all seriousness, though, Theo, Jack has basically laid out the blueprint for high school football in the 5-6-1 and the 7-7-2, and we lean on him. I know for a fact when Brian has a question. Well, here's the thing, though. We're not going to keep waxing poetically about him if he's not going to You're right. Let me call him again. You're right. Try to call him. If he doesn't pick up, then we're done with the Jack Daniels talk, man. We're done with that. ESPN Top 63 is something I want to kind of dig into as well because that's an event that we've been doing annually, uh, and and that's an event that kind of tips off. It kicks off the high school football season. Stone already mentioned um, his role in it and my role in it and creating that list of the best 63 seniors in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast for high school football. And we're about to start beginning that process again as we go into spring ball here, as we see which rising uh, seniors um, or technically juniors still right now and soon to be rising seniors um, will be in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast in the fall. Um, that's going to be this is this is the start of it. Like when do you as an evaluator as a former member of the top 63 list, when do you start kind of putting an eye on, okay, I can see this kid, he might be top 10 or 15. This kid's got to make the list maybe in the 40s and 50s like where does this start for you? Is it spring ball? First of all, it's, it's cool to even be called an evaluator at this point. Right? You are. To, to, kind of, you. to kind of be on the side that I was, right, with the helmet and the shoulder pads on, and now to be watching these kids with shoulder pads and helmets on, it's been pretty damn cool. And it's been something that I've cherished. And I think, yeah, it starts right now. It starts in the offseason, right? A lot of these kids now have a lot of access, basically full access to social media. A lot of them play, you know, a lot of the offseason realms of football. When you talk about football in the state of Florida, when it comes to high school, I mean, man, you can play seven on seven. Yeah. Right? You can travel and go all to these camps during the offseason. You can play eight on eight, right? Half football, no linemen. Like, you can do whatever you want. So it never really stops. The evaluation never stops. To be honest with you, if me and Cyrus, you and Brian were told, hey, build this list, the top 63, it's due by March 4, 2023, I think we'd be able to get through like 40 kids. Yeah. Like, that's how up to beat we are right now. So yep. the evaluation never stops. But... You, know, you feel important now, huh? You feel important calling yourself an evaluator. Do we need to get you a clipboard, Stone LeBanowitz? Do we cl- need the clipboard mm. headset? A, clip- a clipboard's cool. Maybe a stopwatch. Stopwatch. I don't think I've ever actually used a whistle. I think that's something that I would really? love. Yeah. I mean, I don't think I've ever had a reason to where I'm out in the field, you know, covering something. Last <laughs> night, I heard the most annoying use of a whistle maybe in my entire lifetime. I was at an Oxbridge flag football game. One of the referees... Uh, decided that he would get in on the music action. Obviously, in between plays and in, during timeouts at these high school flag football uh, games, and shout out Oxbridge, they won 39-zip over Lake Worth's shutout for that defense. Uh, they'll play music. So the song Sweet Caroline came on, Stone Labanowitz, and this high school football ref decided he wanted to get in on the action, and he used his whistle to blow along with the melody of Sweet Caroline. I have never been so aggravated 
in my life. I have never been so annoyed in my life at what I saw taking place on that gridiron of referee. What what is your take on that? Are you all in on it? Because I know when Sweet Caroline plays, when it when it resonates through stadiums, it hit different with people that maybe don't look as much like me. I love the song, but y'all love the song, and you know what I mean by y'all. Yeah, you're a hater at heart, so that take doesn't surprise me. You know, I think what's really important here, what are his intentions? His intentions are true, right? He loves the song just as much as you do, Yeah. but because he had a whistle in his mouth and it annoyed you, you want to put him on blast on ESPN he, Radio. He, so uh, he, he blew like he, he blew the whistle like 20 times singing along with Sweet Caroline. Like it was, it, it, yeah, it was pretty annoying. It was. It was. And dare I say unprofessional as a person who has been a high school I'm official. excited because I'm bringing up Wells Dusenberry, a guy that you haven't had a chance to speak to that I have. He's going to be awesome. Got a lot of good stories to share with us. Wells Dusenberry is not just a guy whose voice and face you might remember if you have been in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast locked in on what the sports scene is like. He was a former ESPN West Palm High School reporter, part of bringing the top 63 to life, part of the team that helped guys like Stone Labanowitz actually get recognized. The reason why Stone talks so highly of Wells is because of the fact that Wells covered Stone and gave like Wells made you cool in high school, right? Because he put those news reports on and then the kids at school were like, Oh, Stone, you were on TV last night. That's a damn fact, actually. <laughs> Wells and Emerson Lotzi have made me cool. That's a really good way to put it. I've never thought about it like that. They were the cool guys. Yeah. And whenever you saw them on the TV screen, kind of like yourself, right? I'm sure that some of, a lot of the kids playing high school athletics right now that are younger look up and you and, oh, God, here's Theo Dorsey. You know, that guy was on. It's the same kind of thing. But Wells, yeah, that's a really good point right there. Wells Dusenberry, I think we, ha- we have him on the phone. Wells, do you take credit for making Stone Labanowitz, who back then had locks of hair just flowing out of his helmet, do you take credit for making him cool in the Treasure Coast? A hundred percent. I mean, come on, let's go now. No, you know, right now it's just this is a crazy spot. You know, I feel like a proud dad. You know, I'm seeing Stone. You know, now he's on the ESPN airwaves. You know, Emerson and I were, you know, interviewing him, hyping him up back in high school. Had the locks flowing on there. I uh, shaved it off. Might have to talk about that later. You know, but it's still good. You know, you're uh, making plays on there. It's uh, it's uh, good to see on there. It's uh, kind of a uh, 180 on here. I guess let's just tackle the hair thing right now, Wells. All right. The hairline's going back, <laughs> right? Genetics are not the strongest. I've had to man up, right? COVID hit and I, it was at one point I was on a boat actually and somebody took a video of me and obviously the wind oh, was blowing no. my hair back. Oh, and once oh. I saw the real hairline, it was at that very moment that I've never been more humiliated in my life. And I knew at that point, it was time to cut it off. It had to go, Wells. It had to go. Oh, I, res- I respect that. That's fine. I'm good with that. That's that's tough, Wells. <laughs> that's tough. For, for Wells, what years, do, if you can recall, what years were you specifically here doing ESPN 106.3 on WPTV News Channel 5 and WFLX Fox 29? So that was from 2011 to 2016. So that was, you know, uh, right when we were doing a lot of big things, especially with the high school, we had started our – top 63 um, around that time and, you know, really kind of pushing in. We started, um, I started right before we had the um, added Fox 29 on there. So, of course, we had, you know, PTV Fox 29 on there and, you know, really kind of expanding the high school coverage. And it was definitely really cool to see, you know, as a station, just how much, you know, that content uh, really grew over the years and obviously covering so many incredible players and teams just over that stretch. Hard stop right there. Covering incredible players. You had the pleasure of being able to cover none other than Boynton Beach alum, 
NFL MVP and Heisman Trophy winner Lamar Jackson. You also had the pleasure, and I don't know how many people know this. Not many people know. I watched that video before I even knew what ESPN <laughs> West Palm was back when I was you know, a little bit younger in the game. You shot the video of Lamar Jackson <laughs> doing the, the, the wildest touchdown I've ever seen in all of high school sports when he was running full speed, came to a complete halt, and walked into the end zone right by the right pylon. Wells, when you shot that, because I know what happens when I shoot a, a highlight and I'm like, damn, that was crazy. This is my hit on Twitter. I might get 100 retweets on that. What was your first <laughs> thought when you saw him do that? <laughs> you know, the first thing, he does that, and it's really the point that, like, makes that clip. You know, he does the stop, and he does the point, like, right before, like, you know, I've got you right here. And then I saw that. The first thing was, like, all right, wait, did that actually happen on here? So then I had to look at my camera, and I'm like, all right, let's make sure I got this video, and I was hitting the record button. You know, I wanted to make sure I would have. You know, that would have been brutal otherwise. But I saw that, and I just, like, started laughing. I'm like, this is unbelievable. Did you know? know, People are making anniversaries out of that video these days, like on Twitter. How often do you see it resurface? And did you, like, at what point did you realize this is such a huge, huge deal? It was probably around that, like, weekend, because I want to say that was a Friday, because um, that was the spring football game. And I remember going back to the station, we're all like, oh, wow, you know, this is incredible. But I really didn't have a grasp on how much that was going to blow up, even though I knew that that was, you know, an unbelievable play. It was probably, you know, by Monday, this was the time that, um, remember that Vine was, you know, the big, you know, Mm -hmm. um, video app on Twitter. And this one was just blowing up on there because it fit perfectly in that six second clip. And then that just started going nonstop. And then it was posted on YouTube, too. And then. Probably by midweek, I realized, oh, man, this is, this is kind of something special in here. But I did not ex- – I expected it to be big, but I had no idea that we would still be seeing that played now. Uh, I mean, about eight years – eight, nine years later. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty crazy. But, of course, it's all Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. Yeah, don't give Lamar all the credit. You're the one there. You're the one there physically with <laughs> yeah. your phone out with the camera there. you got to give yourself a little bit. But I, I want to jog your memory, hopefully. Were you the one who captured – the video of Drake, known as Aubrey, in American Airlines Arena being denied access to the heat locker room. Was that you behind the camera? Yes, that was me as well on there. All right. I got, uh, All right, listen. Yeah, listen, Wells. Yeah. Listen, Wells. Me and Theo want to play you the audio of that video, and there's one thing that sticks out yeah. to us that we have to ask <laughs> I, you about. So we're going to play you the 16-second clip. I already know what it's, know what it's going <laughs> Just listen. I don't know if you caught it right there. One more time, Wells. Oh, there is Brian. Ro- oh, first of all, that's our question. Is that Brian? Is that Brian Rhodes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 100% God. Brian Rhodes, and he 100% elevates that clip, too. Wells, Wells, and again, this is Wells Dusenberry. You remember him from his covers 2011 to 2016 on ESPN 106.3 on WPTV. You, you, Wells, what the heck was that? First of all, why was Brian yelling out, is that Drizzy Drake right in front of Drake's face? Did Drake hear you guys talking about how he couldn't get in the locker room? What's the story behind you even getting that video? So the way it happened was is that after the Heat won the NBA championship, we're all going to the locker room. And the way it happens is there's just kind of this procession line of media. So you have just this complete throng of probably at least 30, 40 deep, and there's kind of a line. And if you had a pre- 
press pass, you know, they're letting in everyone, you know, so like me, like uh, I think even Prince, you know, Nikki Morley are making it in there. And then you have, so we're making it in there. I mean, just like me and Brian, like two nerds, like getting in the locker room. And then Drake is like the biggest, like superstar, but he did not have a pass. And so he tried to get in um, with a few other people and the security guard was just not having it at all. And I don't think really had any idea who Drake was. And so we're just walking in and this is, um, Kind of notable 2013, this was right before everyone started videoing everything on their phone. So, like, I got really fortunate because I had my camera out, you know, um, and, you know, I saw Drake, so I'm just like, hey, that's Drake. You know, I'm just going to take a shot of him walking in, like, having no idea he's going to get denied. And then and that just happens. And then, you know, Ro, it's just like that stream of consciousness. And then the Drizzy Drake. And the thing that's <laughs> funny is that, like, TMZ wrote a story about, you know, um, this happening. And, like, we had to bleep it out because of Brian. And, like, at first, TMZ thought it was Drake that was cursing. And, like, I had to, like, respond and be like, no, that's actually our producer who is just, like, commenting on here. It's not him just, like, uh, giving me uh, extra oomph on that video. I'm not- um, but, you know, I think that really does. Um, the narration really elevates that clip. It does. Level, so I think. <laughs> It, it, it's phenomenal work by Brian in the moment, you know. <laughs> I, I don't know if it sounds really cool from Brian or or, or quite super the, nerdy or, or super nerdy. <laughs> like Drizzy Drake, Drizzy Drake. I'm like, oh Brian, I've never been more secondhand embarrassment. But it's a decade later, so I guess it's all good. It, it, I, I can just imagine, you know, how he was listening to Drizzy Drake back in the day and trying to go bar for bar. But seriously, though, Wells, on on a serious, I know he note, knows forever, word for word. Oh, Brian Rowitz can rap forever, word for forever. word. Wells, I, on a serious note, right, we've been talking a lot today, and we were going to do it with Jack Daniels, but you were a huge part of bringing the Top 63 to life. Talk, uh, talk to us a little bit about that, you know, where the idea started, you know, how much of a role you played, because now myself and Theo Dorsey are guys who now evaluate these players and help get this list in order and stuff. So kind of talk about bringing Top 63 to life in its early days. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, at first, you know, we started doing this, I believe, in Top Anama. 2012, and ironically, the list was at first a top 76 list because we were still um, ESPN 70, um, 760 um, AM before we made the switch over to FM. So we had done, you know, a top 76 list, and that was before we had done the ceremony, the celebration on there. And that was kind of, you know, a dry run to get going. And then, um, you know, we decided, obviously, once we made the switch to um, FM and got the 106.3 to change that to 63, and then obviously, you know, uh, we had, you know, great planning out uh, the marketing staff and everyone had, you know, it was a great idea to put on a ceremony to honor all of these players. So then, you know, it just became just this, you know, uh, at that point, it was pretty much myself. I was doing the entire compilation on there. Um, so I was getting, you know, the praise, also lots of criticism, too, for yeah. some of the lists um, on there as well. <laughs> of course, but, that um, comes you know, with it. <laughs> yes. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely an undertaking, you know, at the beginning. And I think, you know. You know, it's a lot of kind of, I assume what you know you guys do too, is that, you know, you're going off of a lot of film. You're looking at, you know, you're talking with coaches, you know, you're looking at, you know, rankings. You're doing this you kind of humongous compilation where you're throwing in a lot of different factors on there. And, you know, we started going with that. And, you know, I think people, you know, really bought into the idea very, uh, very quickly. I remember our first event, you know, we had, I think it was everyone in the top 10 was there and it was, you know, a really, you know, great event, and I think that, you know, that's obviously continued to grow and that people, you know, really love their high school football coverage in Palm Beach County, and especially when you see how much talent has come out of here, especially, you know, over the past decade when we've really gone full tilt on that. 
Um, so yeah, it's definitely been really cool to see the evolution on that and just see how much that has grown over the years. But yeah, it was definitely uh, a big undertaking in the early years. Uh, shout out to Ken Levicka, definitely helping out in the early days too while he was uh, helping uh, high school. No no love to Coquel. He just complained. Of course, of course but, no you know, love I'll to Coquel. I'll just take it on there. <laughs> yeah, of course no love to Coquel. Uh, but it was good though. It's yeah, it's a very good team. Uh, you know, team collaboration. That was definitely you know fun to see how that all turned about. It it um I, and I I appreciate it, especially myself and Stone Stone who was put on that list and myself who gets to help with that event every year. I appreciate the groundwork level that you guys did. Uh, Wells Dusenberry, thanks so much for your time. Twenty for twenty. Have a champagne toast wherever you are in the world right now for us, man. <laughs> Celebrate for another twenty Absolutely. years. We'll do once I get off work. Hey, you hey Wells, you. Wells, one, one more time before we get you out of here. <laughs> Thanks so much for your time, Wells. By the way, if you had Jack Daniels on uh, later, um, I was going through the archives thinking of top highlights. There is a great clip from uh, 2011 when he uh, Brian Dodds was complaining about ESPN, uh, Jet Dwyer playing on national TV, and Jack Daniels, on a YouTube clip that we have on the YouTube page saying that Brian Dodds is crying and needs to stop crying. Oh, Incredible I'm, content. You guys should look it up. I'm going to go find it right now. Can't wait to check that out because Jack Daniels is uh, one of the biggest trash talks we got out here. Thanks again, Wells Dusenberry. Again, you knew his face, heard his voice in the early 2010s here in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast. We've been doing this thing for 20 years, baby. 20 for 20. ESPN West Palm defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. One guy that has been defining, really, I guess, what it's like to just live the life. Tyler Cameron, Jupiter, former Jupiter High quarterback, also former FAU Owl, um, had a had a cup of coffee in the in the NFL, but he really made his name on the Bachelorette season fifteen um, when he was you know making it all the way to the finals. He, he lost that, which we'll tease him about for sure. He lost that, but. In good spirits, he'll be joining us when we come back here to talk about high school football as well as just living the life here back in Palm Beach County in the Treasure Coast and what ESPN West Palm has meant to this area for, again, 20 years. You're listening to 20 for 20. He's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Theo Dorsey. This is ESPN 106.3. You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20. Celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. It is 20 for 20. This is a Big Teddy Takeover. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX, Fox 29. We've got you until 10 o'clock. Stone Labanowitz on the ones and twos. We're here in the in the studios. It has been literally, if you guys don't understand really the gravity of what's happening here, We've been talking the wires off of these mics, all right? We started at midnight. It's now 9.30 in the morning. We've been going for, going on 10 hours here now, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. We pull in an all-nighter, Stone Labanowitz. We've been pulling an all-nighter. How, how much sleep have you got? About an hour and a half. Right, right. And that's, I got off the airwaves at 2 a.m. I, I probably got about three or four hours of sleep in between before I came back up here and um, a person who knows very well what it's like to pull all-nighters <laughs> to never get any sleep. And uh, usually, maybe it's not working through the night, but it's some form of work, I'm sure. Tyler Cameron, Jupiter alum, FAU alum, and also a very well-known bachelor who made his name on The Bachelorette. Tyler Cameron, what's up, man? Man, what's going on, guys? Uh, I just want to first off say congrats on 20 years. 
to me, is mind blowing. Y'all made it twenty years. Honestly, I don't know how you did it. Um, you know, I didn't get onto the scene until probably two thousand nine with my high school, you know, attributes, and there was something to talk about before. So to make it before me and do anything is pretty mind blowing down here. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, you're probably our most anticipated guest, and your phone connection right now yeah. is poo-poo, man. Let's hang up. Let's call back because we want to hear every word you have to say clearly. We want to have a good conversation. Or, or at least give us something right now. What's it Damn sounding it, like? T-Mobile. Damn it, T-Mobile. Uh, T- Tyler. T-Mobile sounds horrible right now, Tyler. Tyler. I'm going to call you back. Hang up. I'm calling you back. We're going to reset that connection. We can't have this happen with Ty. Yeah, we can't have this happen. Tyler Cameron, who... um. Is, is a good friend of the station. We covered him, or I, I say we every time as if I was here, but we covered him when he was throwing the ball around at Jupiter High School with the Warriors. Um, not No state titles to show for it, but you know what? He got a scholarship out of it, went to college, played at Wake Forest, transferred to FAU, and, and then kind of made his name tight end, got into the league, cup of coffee, um, I believe an injury early, was with the Ravens franchise for a, a, a short stint, but again, um, season 15 of The Bachelorette, Tyler Cameron made it all the way to the final stage. And just like when he was at Jupiter, he didn't win the thing, but he was there. Tyler, you're back. What's up? I'm back. Can you guys hear me now? Ooh, yes. hey, that, it sounds Crystal so clear. good. You got to go through your speech again, though. Yeah. Give us the congratulations because now you sound good. We need that congrats. Yeah, no, I just want to congratulate you guys on 20 years. And, and to be quite honest with you guys, I don't know how y'all made it through 20 years in the industry. I mean, I got on the scene in, in 2009 as being the superstar quarterback, dual threat athlete. What else was there to even talk about before I even hit the scene? So I don't even know how y'all made it. <laughs> oh, to, you know, my God. Me. And, and to be where you're at now, you know, is, is because of me. I feel, like, I feel like I should have some type of stock in ESPN West Palm <laughs> for all I've done. You know, top 63 quarterback. Oh, my um, gosh. You, you know, uh, I'm just, hold on, I'm going to give myself my own flowers here. Yeah, pull out the resume uh, here. What, Go what, through the what accolades. Number, what number were you on the top yeah. 63 list? 57? I think I, I, was, I was top 10, y'all. I was top 10. You were top 10? Uh, but then it was a what? Fall, and then it, was, uh, then it was a fall from grace there. You know, once the wake up, <laughs> I had a little bit too much fun and, uh, and, and, and didn't listen to what my coaches or my daddy had to say. And then so I had a transfer to FAU, you know, and then had a cup of coffee with the Rays, which I saw you advertise. Thank yeah. you, Theo. Thank yeah, you. Thank you so much. <laughs> He did. He did use then, your line then, there. Cup of coffee. Yeah, a big, yeah, big yeah. shout and out then, to you though. And, it, and then you said I lost again in the Bachelorette. So that's that's great, man. That's great. <laughs> yeah, you 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 seem to found find everything you want in life except for love so far, Tyler. I I, uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I might have found love at the Honda Classic. I was just about oh. to say. <laughs> And you might know what I'm talking about, Bill. I know, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. There was a lot of talent in the stands. Also, you, uh, you did seem to take a liking to uh, my fiance's little sister, who uh, is a very, she's a very special influencer as well. Um, and and uh, that was interesting to see that play out. Tyler, you, you, what is it like to kind of be back now, though, man? What is it like to be back? It's, it's amazing to be back. Uh, it's crazy that you held, on, held out on me on the information about your sisters or your fiance's sister. <laughs> yes, That's yes. crazy. Um, we can, let's talk no, about I mean, it. Let's I'm talk not... about it. No, Tyler, let's talk about it. Because you expected me, and, and I've known me and Tyler have become good friends over the past year or so. Um, you know, we were working together. I hired you to do some work. You're a general contractor now back in the area. 
Um, did a wonderful job, by the way. Can't wait to be able to show that off in some capacity. But Tyler, that's not what you third. told. That's not what you told me. I know, but don't. He's right here. Okay, he's, sorry, he's on the, sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It was other people that did the great job. Tyler was also there doing, you know, lifting his muscles up and flexing <laughs> and taking pictures. Um, you was it my duty? Yeah, I do what you guys. <laughs> was it my duty, Tyler, to tell you that my my fiance's younger sister, uh, you know, was was a was a good looking young young woman who was also eligible like yourself? I mean, I mean, you know, sometimes you know, Chris Paul. Is it his duty to pass it to Kevin Durant and, and Devin Booker so they can score points and help the team win? Yes. I mean, I don't know. You tell me. Uh, you, you're right. You're right. I should have at least made the introduction, but but we ended up making it happen at the <laughs> Honda Classic, and we partied so yep. long that we, we the party started at the Honda Classic um, during when you were rolling around going from tent to tent, and it continued after I got off TV that night, and we went back to Jupiter and whatnot. Can you tell you're, – you've been – you're a general contractor now in the area that – I know I don't know how much you can talk about it, but what has it been like working on homes out in this area now in your second career? It's been great. You know, I, uh, I'm learning a ton. You know, it's uh, I'm getting a fast education right now on it all. I'm spending way too much money. Goddamn things. Everything's expensive right now. Um, but, you know, I'm having fun being back home. And this is where I want to be. I, I love Jupiter. I love South Florida. I love being here, you know, and this is where I want to build a family, build a career and build a life and, you know, and keep putting ESPN West Palm on my back, you know? Thank you. We need it. We need it. Tyler, you've yep. always been an endorser of the area. I think it's so awesome. So talk a little bit about, because we've been talking for, what, nine hours now, Theo, almost ten hours now, about how important, you know, high school football is in the area and how hard we follow uh, collegiate athletes and stuff. Tyler, what makes this area different when it comes to just sports in general? I mean, first of all, you got year-round great weather. You know, um, there's tons of opportunity within this area. There's so much athletic ability. I remember when I was in high school and I played against all this talent. I was we were the, we were the worst team by far, and I'd be playing against Heisman candidates and crazy, crazy athletes. And just I don't it doesn't make any sense. And then you go you look at the golf world now, what it's done to this area. And mm. you know, I saw at one point there's a stat. At one point we had 23 of the top 25 golfers living in Jupiter or Palm Beach County, and it just it's the best place to be in the world. You know, I, I, I want to live here. It's, I want to be a part of it. I want my kids to grow up here and, and hopefully be better at sports than I was. And, and just be a part of what a great community this is. And we can sell short your athletic career, but it was still a really great one, much better than most people. Not everybody even gets a chance to even smell coffee in the NFL. Like, you got your cup of coffee there. But but when you – um for you particularly, now the lifestyle is more enjoying the events. You love the sports, but you love the events as well. I think that's what Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast does best. The Boca Bowl, the RoofClaim.com, oh, Bowl, an event. The Honda Classic, an event. Even ESPN Top 63, it's not just about honoring the athletes. It's about having a good time. For you, now being on the other side of it, what's your favorite event to just be at out here and enjoy yourself? Yeah, I tell you what, man, South Florida knows how to have a good time, and the people do as well. And, you know, like you said, the Boca Bowl, fantastic event. The Honda Classic, fantastic event. Um, you know, I think my favorite one is, is probably the Honda. You know, the Honda gets down as a good old time. Um, that place right there rocks. Uh, we did it this weekend. We did the Bear Trap. We did the Tito's Bar. We did all that stuff, and we just had a ball. And like I said, you know, when I, when I was there, there's some talent on the golf course, but the real talent's in the Bear Trap. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's a fact. Oh, yeah. 
Tyler, you just let something slip. I want to address the elephant in the room. You said you want your kids to grow up in this area. You know, where are we at in the baby-making process here? You're the one throwing it around willy-nilly. Just, pra- just practicing right now. Uh, I would love to have some kids. Just getting some reps in. I would love, yeah, I would love to have some kids one day, but i got to find a wife first. Practice making perfect. Tyler Cameron. Um, yep. Well known from from the Bachelorette. Uh, before before we let you go back to to whatever you got going here, I'm not sure if you're still up from last night or if you uh, set that alarm clock to work out this morning. Uh, for for you in particular, man, when when you think about being able to do something as consistently as ESPN West Palm has been able to do for the past 20 years, and now you yourself have moved back at least can we say semi permanently to South Florida? You you just said you want to have kids yeah. here, so you're I, here. I, I'm permanent. I'm here. A big thing that you have going is is your foundation. I mean, you have your fun. We have our drinks. We celebrate. We turn up. We have a good time at all these events. You also have your foundation. Can you speak to uh, what the Tyler Cameron Foundation is now and what it's looking to be? Because just like ESPN West Palm was back in 2003, it's something that's relatively new to the area that helped define what this area looks like now. When you think about 20 more years of the Tyler Cameron Foundation in this area – what, what do you envision seeing as a success? Yeah, man. No, I mean, so, you know, we started this foundation in honor of my mom and uh, the Andrea C. Cameron Foundation. And it, it's been such a blessing. So, like, right off, the, right off the jump, you know, we had an amazing gala. And since that gala, we've been able to increase our scholarships. We had our, our first two kids. Now we're about to add four more this year. We'll probably add six more the following year. Um, it's just been incredible to make these, you know, an impact. Like, my mom, my mom touched so many people in this community, so we wanted to honor her by doing that. Um, but you know, in 20 years, like I hope to have a school, I hope to have a learning center and, and ways to help really help kids. And, and, you know, my mom was a believer in education and help kids get to the next level and, and get them better positions to win and succeed in life. You know, that's what my mom tried to do for all my teammates and all my friends and, and for me and my brothers and, uh, to keep that, that vision going and, and, you know, putting young students in opportunities to win. And, and, and you know, I've been fortunate to create a great network and allow them to use that network. So. You know, in 20 years, I'd like to have, you know, 200 kids under scholarship, you mm. know. I'd like to have, you know, a, a school and, and just a learning center and things to really help kids win, like I said. And, you know, that, that, would, be, that would be the dream. That is the dream, the Andrea C. Cameron Foundation. I'm sorry, I call it the Tyler Cameron. That was my mistake, the Andrea C. Cameron Foundation for you guys to tap in. Before we let you go, Ty- uh, Tyler, I got to ask, because you played at FAU, you dealt with the media around FAU, so you might recognize this voice. Um, Here's somebody announcing that Drake couldn't get into the locker room in 2013 after the Miami Heat Championship. I want you to tell me after you listen to it who that is. Tyler, who the heck was that nerd? Is that is that is that Brian? <laughs> yeah, baby, we have Brian here in the studio to answer for it. How big of a how big of a nerd was Brian back in those days, man? I I mean I mean just to call Drake Drizzy Drake. I mean off jump. I mean you couldn't get much cornier than that, Brian. But, Drake you know, and I are tight. I'm sorry, we have a good relationship. <laughs> No, Brian, Brian's been fantastic, and he's covered so much of me and of FAU and all the sports. You know, I, I would just I would just hope he refrains from using Grizzly Drake for now on. But, I've learned uh, my lesson, Tyler. <laughs> we, I, we can only hope, though. 
Tyler, get back to the good life. I'll be seeing you soon. Uh, hopefully, less tequila shots next time around, man. Um, appreciate I, your time. I, I'm heading. I'm heading to DC. To I told you about it. Now, oh, it's to be a boys trip. I know I was supposed to be coming to DC, but you know, Ashley wouldn't. Uh, she wouldn't let me. You know, you got to pick your battles when you're in a relationship. You wouldn't understand that. You don't get that yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe that's why I'm at where I'm at. All right. Have some fun, dog. Enjoy the uh, safe travels in D.C. Have some fun. Again, Tyler Cameron, um, yeah. Jupiter High. 20 years, guys. Right, 20 years. Appreciate that. We're celebrating 20 for 20 here on ESPN West Palm. That was Tyler Cameron, a former Jupiter quarterback, former FAU tight end, and also a guy who also knew uh, the nerdy Brian Rowitz, who, who just loved him some Drizzy Drake back in the day. Hilarious stuff. Hilarious stuff. 20 years of... Uh, building what it looks like to, to celebrate sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. We're going to go to break. When we come back, we're going to get Abe Elam on the lines. You know the name. The Elam name carries weight in this area. ESPN West Palm trying to start carrying more weight. The Elam name, you don't even have to give him a definition. You don't have to give the background, but we will when we come back. And he's going to talk to us about some high school sports as well as the pros that are coming out of this area right now. That's Stone Labanowitz. I'm Theo Dorsey. This is ESPN 106.3. You are listening to ESPN West Palm's 20 for 20, celebrating 20 years of defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29, back with you here with Stone Labanowitz and... We're a little pushed up against the clock, but we got to make sure we get to the living legend himself, Abe Elam. Abe Elam about to jump on here with us on ESPN 106.3 as we celebrate 20 years of really defining sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast. And you can't spell sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast without mentioning the Elam name. With that, we bring in Abe, who played in the NFL the, the whole family, I feel like, at this point has played in the NFL. Currently, his son, Kair Elam, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills. Uh, the, Abe, when I first, even before I even got this job out here two years ago, all I could hear about was the Elam name. Of course, I knew Matt Elam. Um, mo- a lot of NFL fans have. But just knowing how deep that name is in this area and how you guys really define what it's like to be a high school athlete here go off and be and be celebrated in college and then great in the pro level. What does that mean to you that, that you guys have built such a dynasty here in this area? Man, I just think it's a blessing. God has definitely blessed our family, you know, with the talent and tools and great people around us to give the give us to take advantage of the opportunity of football and just grow and be great men and pioneers of this community. Um, I thank ESPN for all their support. You know, you guys always hold us to a high standard and and we continue to walk in and we want to continue to change lives and impact others the same way you know others have done for us whenever we need something whenever we need a contact whenever we need to get in touch with anybody that has roots with this area i feel like you're the point man for that i I wonder too because you're able to always be so resourceful for us and help us in our coverage what was your introduction to espn west palm and its coverage here i mean we started in 2003 when did you kind of first run into what we had going on here, both on the radio side and the TV side? And what was your first impression of ESPN West Palm? I mean, I think uh, it started with Evan. Evan was very resourceful for me, you know, always a big fan, always supported me. And then, you know, it, it switched to Josh, you know, me and him going back and forth like Skip and Shannon, <laughs> right. you know, always running through each other odd moments, you know, but it's always been love. And I, and I thank everybody from JMP. Um, uh, the whole list, you know, yourself, 
you know, I can go on and on. Sorry if I left out any names, man. But, you know, the ESPN family, Steve, the rest of them have done a great job. And, and I appreciate every time supporting all the things that we have done going on with the foundation, you know, local sports events, City of Riviera Beach, you know. Um, it's just been a blessing. What is it, um, when we talk about the way that ESPN West Palm has helped define sports in Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast, what, what is it that we've, that we've been able to do here? Because, of course, I've only been here for two years of it. I, I've seen it at where it is now. But what is it that you think we've been able to do well to help highlight some of the great athletes that come out of here, to help highlight some of the great stories, and to help build hype around what's already great talent that's coming out of this area? I think the, the key thing is providing exposure, you know, being able to, to be a platform for for high school and college and, and professional athletics here in Palm Beach County, as, as also being able to give some of these guys an opportunity to, to showcase a lot of the things, the great things that they're doing in the community and the great people that have come from here. So ESPN has definitely provided a platform and given great exposure for the things that's going on in our town. How how has uh, Kair been? Kair Elam, obviously, a uh, cornerback for the Buffalo Bills, now going into what is this year Two year two going in the with the Buffalo Bills, right? Yep, yep. Year two, you know, he's got his head down, working, you know, getting ready, prepared for the off season. Um, you know, just working on the things that can help him become a better player and a better person. Um, he found local, so things are going well for him. And and you, I know you you manage so many different athletes. Uh, what, what is it like, kind of now having your own son? playing on Sundays. Now, you got a full season of it. I know it probably takes more time away from what you typically have done during the football season, maybe. What has that kind of experience been like to be able to watch him play on Sundays and, and be uh, making a name out there on a team that's going to be a perennial contender for probably the next decade? I mean, it's a blessing to be able to witness it. You know, I know how hard he's worked. I know how hard a lot of the other guys work with the Jacoby, you know, the um, you know, just seeing those guys live out their dreams and have the opportunity to do something special. You know, I take I take it a blessing to be able to be in, in arms reach and to be able to assist these guys in accomplishing their dreams. Hey, when you were raising these young men, did you ever think that, you know, when it's all said and done, our last name's going to ring bells throughout the entire state of Florida? Is that something that you always knew was coming, or has it kind of caught you off guard? I mean, that's the goal. You know, you want each one to be better than the next one, you know, because you've got so much knowledge and wisdom and experience that come with every opportunity. So to be able to, you know, to see Kyrie reach, reach his level, you know, being a 23rd pick, you know, Matt, the 32nd pick, and, then, you know, just think about myself, you know, I was undrafted and I had to fight my way through. So, I mean, this shows we're doing something right. They always call me the blueprint, you know, because I laid the foundation, you know, and they took the plans and they enhanced it. So, I'm, it's a compliment to them. You know, I got a chance to watch Matt last week at the XFL and just see how he's continued to chase his dream. And now in Indy, seeing the, the, the information of people that are, you know, uh, are want Jacoby. So it's definitely a blessing. That no better way to end it than there. The blueprint. The blueprint, Abe Elam. I'm not calling you anything other than that now whenever I, mean, that was, I address you. That was a bar. Yeah, that was, that was the toughest yeah. thing. Thank you, uh, thank you so much for the time, man, and thank you for uh, wishing us well on our 20th anniversary. ABLM, have a good rest of your day, Doc. You too, thank you. The blueprint. I don't think anything, no tougher words, no more, more um, just, just reverberating words will be used throughout these 20 straight hours of coverage here than they call me the blueprint. <laughs> <laughs>
Come on. God. And, and, and it was so good so that it, it didn't sound scripted. No. But it sounded like he had said it before, which is just gangster stuff. I, I love that Abe Elam, the blueprint. Um, Hard to go off the back of that. Uh, we're going to toss over covers to now Evan Cohen and Brian Rowitz. I know you're probably sick of Ooh. Evan's voice by now, but you're going to get him next. 20 years, 20 for 20 on ESPN 106.3.